Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, morning. Susie. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Thankful Thursday. Yes, wonderful, thankful Thursday. And who else? Good morning, family. It's Dondria. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Dondria. Happy Thursday to you, too. Good morning. This is Ronald. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Ronald. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Susie. It's Moxie Mona. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Mona. How are you? I'm good. I'm blessed. We're still so happy to be on the Hey, Moxie. Hey, Magnificent. When you said that, I was like, no, it's Magnificent. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie Keenan and family. This is Bubbly. Happy good Thursday. Mo- good morning, Bubbly. Happy Thursday to you, too. How are you? Hanging in there. Good. Thank you for asking. Blessings. Your blessings to you, too. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Valerie. I would like to put Chanel on the prayer list. She had an aneurysm. Okay, well, just one, um, just, just one mm-hmm. second. Her name's Valerie? No, no, no. This is Valerie. Oh, okay. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> I and would go. like to place Chanel on the prayer list. Chanel, S-H-A? No, no. It's uh, C-H-A-N-E-L. Okay, and what's the prayer request? Uh, praying for her healing. She had an aneurysm okay. after she gave birth. Oh. Uh, she had an aneurysm, huh? Mm-hmm. When she was giving birth? After, yeah, after she gave birth. Yeah, correct. Okay. So we're thanking God for her, for, for her healing, her recovery. Okay, so for healing due to an aneurysm, correct? Correct. Thank you. You're so welcome. Have a great day. God bless. You too. God bless. Thank you. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. 
Does anyone else join the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Thursday. Happy Thursday to you as well. Anyone else like to say good morning on this wonderful day that the Lord has allowed us to see? Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. <laughs> good morning. It's beloved Barb. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. God bless. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Praise God. This is Rita. Good morning. Good morning, Rita. You have a blessed day as well. Thank you, darling. You too. Thank you. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, Mrs. Monica. Good morning, Monica. Oh. Yeah. Any, anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Right now. would like to say good morning before I get started here. Good morning. I can't understand you. I said good morning. This is Nessie. Nessie, good morning. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. Okay, well, before we get started, I do ask that you please mute your phone so I can proceed. And good morning again. My name is Susie, and I'm your host, and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to join us daily in April, where our new monthly theme is entitled Assurance. This means that all of our declarations will be regarding gaining assurance from the Lord. There's one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, by Peter Sazerell. 
the call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. We do have one prayer request, and that's from Valerie. She's asking that we pray for Chanel for healing. She had an aneurysm after giving birth, so let's please lift her up. <laughs> the order of the call this morning is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dondria. The declaration will be brought by Dion. And we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declared Dion. The scripture for today is Psalm 23 and 4. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Andrea, go ahead. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for who you are and all of your glory, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, Lord God, our provider, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Nisse, Lord God, our banner that covers us, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Shalom, Lord God, our peace, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for being Jehovah Rapha, Lord God, our healer, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Shama, Lord God, ever-present and always with us, Lord God. We thank you for being Jehovah Gabor, Lord God, the God who wars for us, Lord God. And so we thank you for who you are again in all of your glory, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the assurance, Lord God, that you granted us, Lord God. We thank you for being children of the Most High God. We thank you, El Elyon. Oh, God, we just want to say we love you. We thank you. We praise you, Lord God. You said if any two of us agree on earth concerning anything, we ask you, being our Father in heaven, Lord God, that you would do it for us, Lord God. And Second Chronicles 20, 20 says, believe in the Lord our God and to stand established and on a firm foundation. Believe in your prophets, Lord God, and we will prosper. So we thank you as we continue to prosper in this pandemic, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God that we ask and receive your forgiveness for all of our sins, Lord God. We forgive those who have sinned against us, Lord God. We thank you that you cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness, and we don't take that lightly, Lord God, that you sent your beloved son to be humiliated, to sacrifice, to shed his sinless blood, to die for us on the cross for all of our sins, Lord God. We call on you, Belperazim, the God of breakthrough, Lord God. We thank you for breakthrough in our health, Lord God, in our finances, in our family, in our children, in our communications, Lord God, on our jobs, in our businesses, Lord God, in our generational strongholds, breaking those generational strongholds, Lord God. You said you would perfect, Lord God. You would perfect, Lord God, all that concerns us. So as we call you Abba Father, Lord God, we are grateful and we thank you that you have established our identity in you, Lord God. You have chosen us, accepted us, and adopted us into the beloved as sons and daughters of you, Lord God, El Elyon, the Most High God. You called us a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, Lord God, and we say thank you, thank you. Give us the mind to walk worthy of the calling that you placed on our lives. So, God, you called and told us to taste and see that you are good, Lord God. You are a good, good Father. You are a good God. We thank you, Lord God, and as we walk by faith and not by sight, continue to grant us your wisdom and discernment, Lord God, that we are not distracted and deterred by what we see, Lord God. We fix our eyes on you. 
we fix our eyes on what is seen and not not on what is seen, but what is unseen, Lord God. But what is uh, what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal, Lord God. And you are the eternal and the everlasting God, Lord God. And your truth endures to all generations, Lord God. So we stand firm on that solid rock, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We praise you and we honor you. We exalt your holy name that you are a God of covenant and your throne, again, endures to all generations, Lord God. We agree with you and we stand on your word and we declare victory, Lord God. We pray and receive the blessings of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob over every person and every family represented on this line, again, which is your everlasting covenant, God. Grant us according to your riches and glory, Lord God, that we be strengthened with might by your spirit in our inner man, that Christ dwells in our heart by faith, Lord God, and we are rooted and grounded in love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you that John 3, 2, Lord God, you told us to prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers, Lord God. So again, we declare victory for all of us who may be suffering disease in our mind, body, and spirit, Lord God. We ask a special prayer for healing, Lord God, for those who are on the sick bed for Chanel, Lord God, that you would heal her mind, body, and spirit, Lord God, as she's just given birth to one of your precious precious um, newborns, Lord God. And we thank you for every person in the hospital room, every person that touches her chart, Lord God, that she would be healed, Lord God. Um, we just thank you for your covering, Jehovah Rapha. Now, only you can deal with her. We want to continue to thank you, Lord God, for um, Josiah, Lord God, Demaria, Deontay, Lord God, so many of our loved ones, Lord God, for baby Sierra, Cece, Lord God, for baby um, Akili, Lord God, and so many others of our beautiful babies, Lord God, CJ and others that might go um, that I may not have the names of, but you know, we, we, we set them on high, Lord God, and we call their names in our prayers and during the night and during the week, Lord God, our babies are our future, Lord God. And so we thank you for the Joshua generation, Lord God. I'm so encouraged by them, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, for what you've allowed my eyes to see, Lord God. So you said the prayer offered in faith would make the sick person well and Lord, you will raise them up, Lord God. So we thank you for raising them up, Lord God. And Jehovah Rapha, we continue to call on you, Lord God, since you created us and formed us in your likeness and breathed into us the Ruha breath, Lord God, the breath of life. We speak life, health, and strength, Lord God, to those on the hospital beds and on sick beds. We speak life, health, and strength to those infected and afflicted with disease and all disorder must cease all function, Lord God. You said healing and deliverance is the children's bread, Lord God. We speak your divine healings and restoration to the eight bodily systems so that you so intricately wove together, Lord God, the muscular system, the endocrine system, the glandular system, the cardiovascular, heart, nervous system, Lord God, the circulatory system that is our blood, Lord God. You said life is in the blood and the respiratory, Lord, system where you breathe the Ruha breath, the breath of life, the skeletal system that allows us to walk and to go into the land, to be a blessing in all the land, Lord God, and in our nation, Lord God, in Africa and Israel, Lord God. We pray for our brothers and sisters being killed and persecuted around this nation, being killed and beheaded in Nigeria, in Europe, in Oakland, in Richmond, in Vallejo, in Sacramento. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Atlanta, Florida, Chicago, and all the cities across our nation, Father God, you know, Lord God, you said, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our ways, then we would hear from heaven, Father God, you would heal our land, Lord God. 
And we thank you for this healing, Lord God. Father God, we repent from our stiff-neckedness, our rebellion, and our disobedience, Lord God. We surrender and ask you to break the authority, Lord God, over any generational iniquities and strongholds in our lives, Lord God, that might allow this pestilence and this murdering demon, Lord God, and this spirit of prejudice, Lord God, to exist in our land and in our lives, Lord God. We curse those things at the bitter root that it would produce no more fruit, Lord God. We decree and declare that it would wither up and die and produce no more fruit, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for granting us access and keys to the kingdom that what we bind on earth is bound in heaven and what we loose on earth is loose in heaven, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We pray for them that have rule over us, Lord God. We pray for every elected official across this nation, President Biden, Vice President Kamala, Lord God, and their entire administration and their families, Lord God, that you would instill in them the courage to rule according to your plan for this nation, Lord God, that you would place godly advisors in their path and they would hear and operate in the best interest of the people, Lord God. Your word says when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked man rules, the people groan, Lord God. So we pray for the scales to be removed off of their eyes and hearts and minds of those that are deceived by the cunning and crafting and destructive demons loose in the land, Father God. We call you Jehovah Gabor, the God who wars on our behalf, the Lord of the heavenly host. Lord God, you gave us dominion and authority, dunamis and exousia to crush the head of the enemy and to bind up the strong men and to cast them out, Lord God. We thank you that you told us to be strong in the Lord and the power of your might and put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil, Lord God. And so we thank you as we armor up, Lord God, we take our phones off mute to bombard heaven and corporate prayer together, Lord God. We put on the truth as a belt and strengthen us as we stand in I'm <laughs> 
I'll give you guys a few moments to mute your phone. Sound like they're collecting recycling. They are. They probably are headed to the recycle location currently. <laughs> um, I'm assuming they sat their phone down. Give me a second and I will find it. Amen. Amen. Um, praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much for uh, joining us this morning. To each of you, I pray that you had a night full of rest and uh, that you are ready to go to the next location in uh, how you believe this morning. Amen. I think I found it. Sorry, God. Um I don't know if you guys recognized uh, the sound and the difference in the sound this morning. It was pretty beautiful. Um, I could hear sincerity of heart and uh, really just trying to tap in to the very presence of God this morning. Um, I, as always, I thank God for uh, another opportunity simply to tell God he is great, but more than anything, I'm excited about this morning's topic yesterday. Tanya's storytelling was phenomenal. Uh, I don't know that anybody can write and share a story like she does, um, and it is almost awkward for me to share on a Thursday, but this topic is so imperative Uh during the course of, of each of our journeys, during the course of each of our processes. And I assure you that by the time I finish, if God bless to say the same, um, you will be empowered to stand firm on your faith. It is a necessity that we all have a certain level of assurance. It is the thing that will keep you from being lulled into a mediocre faith or drawn away from the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ and him crucified. Uh, our assurance is the thing that cements uh, our yes and solidifies our no. Uh, our assurance is the thing that determines whether or not we understand that, first and foremost, there's nothing in addition um, to accepting Christ, uh, accepting the truth of the triune God, and receiving the reality that you have help on this journey uh, that you can do to assure your faith outside of your yes. Um, and so this morning, I'm sure I will share several different scriptures uh, but I'll be sharing from Hebrews, the sixth chapter today. And again, if you guys would, please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, double check, make sure your line is muted for us. Um, I am on the board, Shell. If you are not, just uh, text me and let me know, and I'll, I'll try to keep it up. Uh, I, I am, as as all of you know, uh, the, the um, a mother of an um, 
three amazing young men. Um, each one of them very different. They all have their own personalities, their own personas, their own ideas, their own things that they identify with, as do each and every one of us. Uh, but let me tell you what they know for a fact. It is impossible for anyone to tell them that I'm not their mother. <laughs> no, Nobody, if you paid them uh, and said, Dion Sharice Jackson is not, not your mama. Sweetie, I think you might have a little bit of a fight on your hands because uh, not only do they know that I am their mother, but I believe just by existing, I've proved it over and over and over and over and over again. Just like the majority of each of us that are parents that have children, we uh, we don't have to quadruple verify now in certain cases don't don't misunderstand i know that there are people that that grew up without uh a parental figure i know that there are people that grew up in systems and things of that nature in those instances what it does is intensify uh your ability uh, or your inability shall i say to uh, justify who's mother or father Similar to us as being children of the Most High God, it is it is a difficult thing when you have been grafted into a family as a uh, a foster parent. Um, I had several children, but there were four that I had for a very lengthy period of time. One of them was my my absolute favorite. His name was Lionel Hampton. And I mean, Lionel was bad, child. Do you hear me? Lionel did a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I ultimately had to quit my job to um, to parent him. Um, and I remember uh, him saying when I came to his school, please, please don't tell them that you're my foster mother. And so... Immediately, I said, I, I can tell them whatever you would like. What what would you like me to be? He said, do you think that you could just be my godmom? And I was like, you know, okay, that that's fine. That that works. I'll be I'll be your godmother. <laughs> and as time went on, because Lionel was so bad, uh, his his story changed, and he said, well, is it okay if I just call you mom? Now, dealing with a, a, a child in the foster care system is very different. A lot of us have that mentality. A lot of us have that idea that this is a temporary situation. This is not my primary residence. This is just a preliminary process until I get uh, from here to there. I can't wait to turn. This is what a lot of the foster children say, I can't wait to turn 17 so I can be emancipated and um, things of that nature. I promise I'm going somewhere. As I just began to to consider uh, the fact that here this young man is, 
Um, and I, I got him, I believe he was about 11 or tw- maybe 12 when I got him. Um, but he was so charismatic. He was so bright. He was a handsome chocolate baby. But he had been through so much. He didn't know how to receive that I took his words seriously. Didn't know what to do with them. Um, but as time went on, uh, he learned how to trust me. He learned how to um, know that I didn't have an objective or an agenda. He, he, he started to lean in, and as he began to lean in, I could watch him begin to blossom. That's the story of Lionel. And then I had uh, Michael Mills. Michael is uh, very, very quiet very, very um, non-expressive he was when, when I got him. I got him when he was about 15. And Michael, on the other hand, was the non-performing child. He was quiet. He was reserved. He didn't have much to say. He had learned how to dissociate from reality. Michael um didn't trust anything or anyone. When I got him, he was uh, getting straight F's in school. But he was extremely bright, and I, I didn't understand. I didn't I didn't get why he couldn't connect the dots at school. Well, what I discovered is not that he couldn't, it's that he wouldn't. There are certain things in us innately, um, and, and my... My little sister Jamila will always say, think trauma, it's trauma. <laughs> and the truth is, we've all been through our fair share of trauma in life. Michael was, um, it was very easy to coach. He was very easy to lull. He was very easy to push or to pull. Um, and as time went on and he, he realized that I wasn't going anywhere, um, and I started making him talk and pulling out of him uh, who he was and how he felt. He'd been through a lot, the family that he was with right before me. Uh, the family went on a vacation. And as a foster child, you aren't necessarily able to go unless they give you a certain amount of written permission. Well, they were in the process of adopting him. As they went on their their journey for vacation, the father died. They had a car accident and the father passed away. Completely rearranged the idea and or the agenda of adopting him. He went from uh, security to another place of uncertainty. And I think that last one really did something down on the inside of him. But isn't it good to know um, that God always has a plan for each of us? And he just so happened to come across little old me. <laughs> Within the the first year and a half, he went from being a straight F student to being a straight A student. It took him no time at all. He was always sharp. He always had. He had always listened. He said, Uh, Yami, nobody has ever asked me to do or to be anything. 
Nobody ever asked me how I felt or what I thought. Nobody ever asked me what mattered to me or if I was sad or if I was hurting. He said the family that I was with before, they were very good to me. Um, He said, but this is different. That was Michael Mills. Michael Mills is doing so well today um, that it it makes my heart smile. Lionel struggles a little bit. Um, And then there's Arthur Servangshi. Arthur uh, is originally from Cambodia, but he sounds just like a black man, so we call him Brother Man. I got him when he was 16 years old. Um, He had been involved in gang violence in Sacramento and had a hard time acclimating himself with life and uh, the process being in care. He was troubled emotionally. He had been through some things, and his, his mother and his father were having a very hard time caring for him, and he was the troubled child, so they put him in the system to help him save himself, quote, unquote. He had attempted suicide and shot himself in the chest uh, and survived it. And here is this 16-year-old kid. Um, Usually when they're older, it's a little bit more difficult, but he was such an amazing, creative, um, kind, funny, uh, philosophical young man. Um, All the kids call me Yami. That means your other mommy. Uh, Arthur's situation was a little bit different in that I spent a lot of time with his family and his siblings uh, as he grew. Uh, He is now a uh, San Francisco State University college graduate, Um, and that's that's my baby. Um, They're they're all very, very special to me. There's something that they all know. They know that no matter the distance or the time, nothing will ever change my mind about how much I love them. Nothing will ever replace the time that we spent together and the laughs that we had, the cries that we had, um, the, the hard times that we had, but more than anything, the growth and determination um, that they experienced as a result of being in a house where Nobody treated them like they were uh, second-class citizens or um, strangers. We have a tendency, um, just in human nature, especially as it relates to our maternal or paternal relationships. For uh, You guys hear me talk about all the time. When you've not had a father, it's difficult to dissociate the idea that God is a man. It's, it's hard to wrap your mind around figuratively uh, the truth that, uh, that our sovereign Lord is not the equivalent of the inadequacies of our parenting experiences. Being parented um, and, and being loved, being uh, groomed and, and being reared, as my grandmother would say, um, is, is something that a lot of us, if we look at our, the historical or the historicity of our lives, there are lots of things that we would have 
preferred be different. There are lots of things that maybe we would have changed. Some of us had ideal or quote-unquote perfect childhoods and experiences. When, when we come into the knowledge of who Christ is, um, and, and there's a, another piece of that process that, that has to really happen, and, and knowing who your father really is, who Abba really is, there's a, a part of this process where you have to get to a place where you understand rain, shine, sleet, or snow, that this relationship is the most solid. It is so unlike anything you've ever experienced, no matter how hard or how much I loved those boys, um, the reality is I was not a permanent fixture in their lives for the rest of their lives. Now, we still have relationships. We still have uh, communication, but it's different than that of a, a, a blood parent or a, a paternal or maternal. When we look at um, who we are as it relates to who God is and what he designed and desired and um, what he draws and pulls all of us into this relationship, this uh, relationship that has so many ups and downs and lefts and rights and changes, the only thing we have to hold on to is this truth, that our assurance is not based on anything we do. Nothing you can do will ever make God love you less or love you more. This relationship is completely voluntary. You have a right to decide how you receive this love. Even when I consider the relationship and how it's grown, I'm, I'm watching so many of you, even on the call, and how the relationship has grown, um, how you've been solidified in your faith. This is the thing. This conversation um, is the conversation that changed my life. That's why we're talking about it today. Um, I went through a six-week class simply on assurance of salvation. Why do you think that that's so important? Just ask yourself that question. Why, why do you think it is necessary for you to be concrete about how this relationship impacts your life? And I'm talking about the relationship with Abba. As I watch people get sifted off, and I'm, I'm going to read this passage of scripture in a moment. I watch people get picked off from the faith. There was something missing. There was something that just did not click. There was something uh, that keeps them in the mind frame of being in the system, being part of, um, being a casualty of this process. Something in, in, in their hearts and their minds do not have the capacity to receive the level of assurance that it takes to be rooted and grounded, to be cemented in your faith, to be steadfast 
and unmovable, always abounding in the work and the word of the Lord. There's something um, in our minds that when trouble arises or trouble comes, we have a tendency to decide how we want to handle it as opposed to to rely on the paraclete, which is the gift that was given so that this assurance can be manifested because Holy Spirit knows exactly where you belong. Holy Spirit is clear about what you are capable of and what you have down on the inside, the things that are necessary to get into the earth. And like Michael said, no, nobody asked me to do anything. Nobody asked me to get straight A's. Nobody asked me to get a B or a C. It just didn't matter. <laughs> right? And a lot of times I believe that that is our approach to how we interact with the Father. Some things we don't understand about how much he loves us, regardless of the mistakes that we made, but regardless of if we comprehend it or not, his love for us doesn't change based on uh, our capacity. If it did, we'd all be in trouble. We are up one day, down the next. We are confused one day, thrown off the next. We are uh, afraid and terrified. One day we love him immensely. The next day things change. What do you do? Um, what do you do when you aren't sure? Just so happened Michael met um, a good friend of mine's son, and they were having a conversation. I have no idea how I came up in the conversation. Uh, someone needs to mute their phone for us. But Michael ended up telling my girlfriend's son, that's my mom best words I could ever hear, um, considering foster care system itself is a, a gruesome place and lots of things happen that aren't in the favor of the children. But guess what, y'all? I can say right now today, listen, Jesus, God, the Father, is my dad, right? I can say that because I'm confident that while I did not have a relationship with my biological father, never knew who my biological father was, God is so strategic. Listen, he gave me a Newton Carey Jr. Y'all hear this name all the time so that I could feel um, the experience of being connected to a father. He gave him to me for uh, a, a, about 20 years, 20 years worth of a man that was able to pour into me and ask me to perform. He pulled me out of uh, that that place of lacking assurance and pushed me right into solid assurance, not just from being a father. He went as far as to say, Dion, if you'd like, we can have you adopted. You can carry my name if you want to. Well, I never changed my name, but I took to heart that he loved me enough to not just father me, but to show me what it looks like to be loved by a father. God is so wise. He's so sharp that he will put people in your life that will give you the things that you have missed, that will absolutely operate as surrogates, as um, a, a, a new form. And let me, let me read this, this passage of Scripture, and let's pick it apart real quick. 
I know I'm, I might go a little bit long, um, but I, but I, I need you to hear this. So Hebrews six, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and start at one, just so I don't lose any context. Some of it will take a little bit of additional discussion, which we'll have during Love, Life, and Victory. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instruction about washing and laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we do if God permits. Now, here, pay attention from four going forward. For it is impossible in the case of those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted, hallelujah, the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the power of the age to come and then fall away to restore them again to repentance since they are crucifying once again the Son of God, their own harm and holding him up to contempt. For land that has drunk the rain, that often falls on it and produces crops useful to those whose sake it is cultivated, receives a blessing from God. But if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near to being cursed. And its end is to be burned. Though we speak in this way, yet in our case, beloved, we feel sure of better things. That's assurance. This is NIV version. I'm sorry. Um, Things that belong to salvation. For God is not unjust so as to overlook your work and the love that you have shown for his name in serving the saints as you still do. And we desire each one of you to show the same earnestness, to have full assurance of hope until the end, so that you may not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. For when God made a promise to Abraham, Since he had no one greater by whom to swear, hallelujah, he swore by himself, saying, surely I will bless you and multiply you. And thus, Abraham, having patiently waited, obtained the promise. For people swear by something greater than themselves, and all their disputes and oath is final for confirmation. So when God desires to show more, Uh, convincingly to the heirs of the promise of the unchangeable character of his purpose, he guaranteed it with an oath, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled for refuge, us who have ran to safety, might have strong encouragement to hold fast to the hope before us. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul, a hope that enters into the inner places behind the curtain. So that means behind the veil where Jesus has gone as a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And and you may have to go back and, and read that again. There's 
so much in that passage. There's there's so much. Um but but I wanna I wanna back up uh so when God desired to show more convincingly to the heirs of the promise of the unchangeable character of his purpose, he guaranteed it with an oath. He sweared by himself. He sweared by himself. He promised on him because he is the highest thing we will ever experience. He sweared by himself. And then in the beginning, he tells us, listen, grow up. I need you to grow up in it, not grow up being demanding, but I need you to stretch. I need you to perform. And I'm not talking about performance as an action, be the best and get the most likes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about act like you understand that you are an heir to the throne. Act like you understand that you are actually a part of something much greater than you. Act like there is an expected end. I, I, I watched uh, Michael be able to do that. I watched him be able to uh, not feel like uh, he was just thrown away or once upon a time he didn't care how he looked, he didn't care how he dressed. And as time went on, he just started to, to grow. People who are loved well grow fast. People who are loved well grow fast. Question. Do you spend time with people that love you well? I, I did everything that I could um, to make sure that those boys never felt like anything other than my boys. We'd go out to dinner, and, and because I had so many different nationalities, people would say, are you guys celebrating a birthday? And they'd all simultaneously in unison, no, these my brothers, <laughs> my kids especially, <laughs> especially Deontay. Um, and now when, when he and the boys, when they, they all hang out, it is amazing to know that that was almost 12 years ago. Today is Deontay's 28th birthday. I just thought about it right this second. Um, they spent so much time together. Uh, they, they loved one another. Uh, I said all of that to say this, there are things that you have to understand about, the fact that you have been adopted into a family and nothing about that can change. Once adopted, always adopted, right? Once grafted in, always grafted in. Time or distance doesn't change anything. If you don't talk to a sibling for uh, two years, five years, 20 years, got a little secret, that's still your sister no different than us being in kingdom. We ask uh, the Holy Spirit to, to come and live on the inside of us when we accept Christ as our Savior. Now, the reality is people who are loved well grow fast, even Holy Spirit. <laughs> I don't think he could get much bigger than he already is. But when we respect what God has given us as a gift of this relationship, this Literally, it is paternal and maternal simultaneously. Everything that we need is all-encompassing in this relationship. Um, so much so that we understand that in our growth process, um, it's learning how to trust what he said. It's not even learning how to trust him per se. 
this word uh, that we have access to, uh, this this life-giving, life-altering, life-changing word that we have access to has the power to revolutionize how we think, has the ability to take us from being an F student to being an A student, has the ability to rearrange how we feel about ourselves and give us a certain level of confidence that people begin to question. People, people begin to try to figure out how does your faith get there? How, how do you, uh, you know, how do you change from, I don't, I don't know if this is, this Christianity thing is for me. I don't know if this believing God thing is for me. The reality is if you have uh, the ability to open up your mouth, similar to what Lynell said, can you, can you just be my mom? Right? It's, it's like God gives us the room to ask him to father us. There's a, a level of comfort in knowing that I have a father that will never change his mind about me no matter what I do or don't do. That I have a father that has a purpose and a plan similar to the one that he had for Abraham. He, he's not apologetic for his purposes. He's not repenting about what he already uh, said about who you are. His goal is that we would come up to the place that he already has for us that we would meet him at a place of accepting his love, of walking in victory and love with him on our minds. It is our responsibility. It's impossible to have experienced the power of the Holy Spirit and not understand that God loves us beyond measure, that he would give us Holy Spirit to walk this thing out with us. One of the greatest gifts I could have ever given any of those boys, from Patrick to Michael and to Kyle and to Caesar and to Cruz, was the gift of who Jesus is. Almost all of the boys got baptized during their, their course of their stay with me. And to date, uh, it is an amazing thing to know uh, that God is so strategic that he would put a Dion in a life of a, a, a Cambodian kid or an East Indian child or two um, Latino babies. It, it is amazing to know that he would think enough of them, uh, but more than that, that he would think enough of me to give me the gift of some kids that had been broken and mistreated, to show them what the love of the Father is and to give them a different level of uh, confidence in people again. Our only responsibility as we walk out our faith, literally, is to receive. It's like, um, and, and I'm not saying that there, there aren't things that you are responsible for, but when you start to wrap your mind around the fact that God's only desire is that we walk into purpose, his greatest angst for us is that we know him as Abba. His greatest hope for us is that we are so settled in our faith that we become almost untouchable by situations and circumstances, almost unbeatable 
right? That, that no matter what happens, no matter what comes, because he modeled what it looked like to be unbothered, to be completely unbothered, we can still um, change how we feel about how God loves us. The more you embrace that he loves you relentlessly, that he loves you viciously, that nothing you do, listen to me, nothing you do, you can't perform for him to love you better. You can't uh, outsmart or outtalk him for him to love you better. His love quotient is immeasurable and it is never uh, ending. It is infinite. That's the difference, um, I believe, between somebody that uh, could be lured or lulled away from the power of this relationship that we have. The, that's the difference. When you understand that nothing you ever do will change the fact that he loves you without walls, without limits, without any type of reservation. He loves you with your broken, tattered, uh, uh, lawless self. He loves you. That's the thing that I think I spent the most time sharing, um, even with the kids. I, I love you. I don't, you know, with with all of your stuff, right? And so that being said, listen, um, it is impossible to be enlightened. It is impossible to get a revelation of who Jesus is and remain the same. It is impossible to get a revelation of, of how much he loves you and walk away. It isn't, there is nothing on this planet that anyone would ever be able to tell me that would defy that as true. Us being certain in our faith begins to change our confidence level. And what does that look like? It looks like losing control and operating. Do you want me to go first? Do I want you to go first? Where, Lizzie? <laughs> she turned purple, y'all. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, I want you to be encouraged this morning, and I want you to begin to ask God to give you the capacity to let him bother you. Ask God to give you the capacity to receive his love on another level. There are things that somebody is waiting for you to do, to become, to demonstrate, to operate in. There are multiple things, right, that, that are connected to your assurance, your confidence level, your competency level as it relates to how wonderful he loves us. Right. Um, I hope that I said something that that will help connect the dots for you um, and help you to be able to not only receive his love, but to walk in it differently. Something happens when you believe uh, that the God of this universe has your back, that no matter what goes on, you can handle it. 
It'll take away those moments of depression and anxiety. It'll begin to annihilate those feelings of insecurity and inferiority. It'll start to transition from one place to the next, but you have to decide that you even desire to believe that as true. So much so that you begin to have experiences with the Father. That enlightenment begins to happen on a consistent basis, that you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit effortlessly with simply a good morning, Holy Spirit. Right? If those children know nothing else about me, if they knocked on my door today, and it's happened on multiple occasions, that I would never turn them away. They know that without a shadow of a doubt. You need to know that about Abba. He will never, ever leave you nor forsake you. He never changes his mind. He already knows who you are, good, bad, indifferent. That being said, I pray something I said encouraged you. Um, We are about to walk into the Love, Life, and Victory discussion. If there's somebody that may have called, this is your first time calling, I want to give you an opportunity to say good morning first or perhaps. Uh, you've been on the line, you've not spoken at all, ever. We'd love to hear your sound. Anybody? Good morning. This is Leo. Hey, good morning. Good morning. I enjoyed the decoration. It was awesome. Amen. Well, good morning, Miss Leo. Good morning. Um, are are there any men on the line? Oh, you said men. I'm slow. No, 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 no. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> You're fine. Any any gents on the line that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Andrew. Really Hi, Andrew. appreciated your your lesson this morning. Thank you so much. It's so good to hear your sound. Sorry, guys. Amen. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Who's that? Well, welcome, welcome, welcome either way. Any other fellas on the line? Good morning. All right. Um, Anybody else that may have joined the call a little bit late, you didn't have a chance to say good morning, is all on you. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Ty. Tracy, good morning. I heard a few of y'all. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, good morning, Sister Lisa. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Miss Deontay's auntie. That's 29 on the day. Amen. <laughs> Lies, all lies. <laughs> Good morning, Auntie. Anybody else? Good morning, Saint. This is Leisha. Thank hey, you for your Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Well, hey, y'all. Look, it was about five of y'all at that time. I can't call out all them names. It was a lot of y'all. Anybody else? 
Good morning. It's glorious. Love you. Hi, Gloria. I got the text message just this morning. Thank you for checking on me. Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning, John McGill. Just calling and saying God bless you guys. Enjoy hey, the work this morning. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Queen Dion. This is Sister Melinda, Intimate um, Declaration. Have a blessed day. You as well. Good morning. Anybody else? No It's Krishonda. Happy birthday to you. Hey, happy birthday to you and your baby. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You crying, Kenya? That's cute. Good morning. Amen. Any questions, comments, commentary at all? Dion, this is Diane. Hi, lady. Um, I was just in the scripture uh, two days ago, the same exact mm-hmm. scripture, because <laughs> I, I have some uh Few people that I know have called themselves leaving the faith. Yep. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on with this? They, you know, it they is. seem to be all in this black Hebrew stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if you could just get up and leave like that, maybe you never was one. But you, if, you, you listen. Of course, you know. <laughs> How can you say, as the Bible says, you tasted the word, the Holy Spirit, and you can't walk away from that, so you Mm -hmm. never was, if you can just walk away like that. I I don't understand why, you know, well, I do understand if if you you can just go and, and have another religion, then you need Christ, you need something, you, you didn't get it the first time. So yeah. it, it's like, I, I just, right. I don't, you know, it's just that the enemy is, is, is just dragging people away. Not even, they're not even being forced to, to, to be taken away. I and agree. that's why it's so important to keep God before you, keep his word before you, that you can't be hexed by the enemy. Right. And it's so many, um, you're seeing so many people that are turning to this black Hebrew stuff because they didn't have a foundation. That's all I can yeah. say. Yeah. So, I, I, good. Th- th- that, let me tell you, that's why I said what I said when I started. This uh, the sh- assurance piece, you know, there's because my question is, what do you do with the Holy Spirit when you decide to be nation of Islam? What do you do when you decide to be a Hebrew Israelite? What do you What do you do with the Holy Spirit? You put him in your purse, or you uninvite <laughs> him, or I, I don't get it. And I, I mean, that's a real question. Yeah. How, how could you have ever experienced? And what language was you speaking when you was babbling? I it throws me completely off. Because mm-hmm. I don't understand how somebody who I know I've heard speak in tongues. What was you doing? Was you putting on, or what, what was happening? Because it's impossible. It's impossible. Yes, dear. 
that's exactly what I've been. I'm so grateful that watching Armani and his crew get it, you know, because they're at that age, not even at that age, because like I said, some mature saints that are speaking a whole bunch of tongues and way out that are getting, uh, like Diane said, it ain't even like, it's almost like that cult type of feeling that I feel right now. So it strong. is a cult. No it doubt. It is. And so if you can just give up and, you know, even try to drag others along with you, I'm the mama that's going to sit with my kids. Right. So I'm not worried right now, and I hope I don't offend anybody. I ain't worried about the weed, the, the music, all that, because I got to be present. And right. uh, so, you know what I'm saying? So we got to be real careful because it's strong. It's strong. I, I, I'm getting yeah. approached by some sisters yeah. on both sides. It's like, hey, let me give you this. I don't want your, I don't want your pamphlet, uh, a chick. Your, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Cause cause your staple-based faith. No thank Exactly. So this, this here this morning is right on. And then I want to tell you, Dion, thank you so much for loving on them boys because me having David, because he was like nine, I get it. And just so they can get some um, sense of what love feels like. That's beautiful. I have tears in my eyes just listening to how, because I know how you are and I know what it's like being at your house. Don't nobody want to leave your house when over there? <laughs> so I just thank you, sis. That's beautiful. Uh, uh, Dion, if, if, yes. if, if I could interject a minute, uh, one of the things that I've been battling against in terms of reaching people are the people that think that Allah and Adonai are different names of the same individual, and they're not, because the people that want to uh, sh like showcase the blended nation of Islam outside right. of the social context but the religious context okay that's not it because if you read the quran it's not the holy quran but if you read it it will tell you that allah is not begotten and has not begotten and our word tells me that jesus said himself that he would be a stumbling block to people that they mm. would not they would reject him Okay, so if God didn't have any children and didn't have any parents, that's only half the story. And and when they try to peddle that, that shows you right up front at jump that that is not gospel. And it needs to be rejected apart from all the social activism that it embraces. But they drag this in as a faith and they get people to steal their view and they start veering off that straight and narrow and that's how you know millions of us you know just get deluded because what they're first taught is not true and then they can sprinkle in all the other half truths that masquerade as truths and right. you never you never reach them again because they tune that out because they're told that well the enemy is going to come at you with these little isms and so so don't be don't be fooled but trust me god has many names but allah is not one of them on <laughs> thank you andrew for sharing i appreciate it good morning dion hey good morning this is nezzy ne beyond 
How is it that you read the Old Testament, but you don't believe in the New Testament? How are you going to read half the Bible, but you can't believe in the coming of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? Like, God, Jesus coming? I don't, it's, yeah, beyond me. Yeah, it's beyond me, too. It's, it's, it's um, especially for people who I know um, have been exposed and had the opportunity. But, but the reality is one of the things I believe is the biggest trouble is you got a second Timothy two fifteen, right? You, you got to know what the word of God says for yourself. There are, there are small indicators, you know, if you, you pay attention, little, little bitty words that'll start to shift. And, you know, as, as I watch and folks I haven't been in worship with, I'm like, what are you doing? Who tricked you? Paul says you were doing so good. What, what distracted you? What threw you off? What pulled you away from the, your first love? What is the thing that lulled you to sleep concerning your faith? You you got to stay awake because if you don't, I'm telling you, right now the the Bible says that there will be a great falling away. Mm-hmm. Right, we're looking at that. We're watching that happen. Um, which is an additional indicator of where we are in the time, in the dispensation. It is um, imperative that as believers, we believe. <laughs> That's all. That's all we're responsible for, believing. That's all we got to do. You ain't got but one job, right? My children know for a fact that I'm their mama. Listen, I know for a fact that he's my God. Nothing can take that away from me, nothing or no one. Anybody else have anything to say? Hey, Dion and Sheil. Um, well, I do know for sure, great declaration, um, but I do know for sure, maybe not the picture of the man with the cane and the lamb with the long right. hair. Right. I may not know that, but what I do know, the assurance that he has kept a roof over my head, has covered yes. my kids, has kept me during labor and delivery, who has kept my mind, who from grief from anxiety from that part I do know when you talk about I laughed when I read that post about where do where do you put the Holy Spirit where did he go he is no he ain't in my pocket I'm gonna need him in my heart in my mind my soul to lead me because flesh and naturally cannot do it I can't understand and believe and come into the knowledge unless um he shows me and the evidence and the experience, that don't change, and neither does yeah. he. Well, great, great declaration, great, steadfast, immovable, and always abounding. Yes, love you, sis. Always abounding. Hallelujah. Good stuff, Shell. Thank you for sharing. And so, so now, mind you, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Good morning. How are you, Yanni? I'm amazing. Well, you know, I am, uh, I just, I'm so excited uh, about what God is doing um, at this season, in this season of our, um, you know, this assurance 
I thank you for your uh, breaking it down, and I uh, got a chance to hear our, our mother of uh, stories, um, Tanya, on yesterday, and I am so honored, uh, Dion, to be in this family, this family, meaning the body of uh, Declare Victory. For number one, there is so much here, um, and Yanni, you have been our other mother to us. I don't know. Um, I mean, I know you're younger, but uh, I remember as a young lady, I, I, I you know, watched you. I, I saw how you would, you know, drag the kids into the um, into your into the shop, and um, I'm just honored to know that you were uh, brave enough as a single mom. And you know, most of our time we've been single moms to bring another child in your family. And uh, the the one thing about uh, parenting, and you know that the Lord even honored us as single mothers to bring them in our uh, maybe it wasn't what we called of the perfect uh, you know relationship to start off with. Uh, now, Yanni, we actually had a uh, God sister. Her name was Madeline, and when you talked about Michael, I remember Madeline. Our, and now my mom had 12 children. Where in the world and who in the bejeebies would give my mother a 13th child? <laughs> I couldn't believe that we were, our home was used as a placement for, um, you know, the uh, foster children. And so when I think about how we, uh, you know, how you meet people along the way in our life of walking in the assurance of Christ. Um, I was, I too went to the assurance of salvation class, and it is nothing of what we thought it was. We're thinking, oh yeah, we're going to go in there. When you start hearing the breakdown of salvation, it literally will cause you to get your mind redirected from what you were taught. Because mm -hmm. the assurance is to know that Jesus uh, Christ, our son of the living God, is the only way we can make it into heaven. And so with the assurance of salvation, as uh, the woman of God before me was saying about how she, how did we get to where there is no Holy Spirit no more? And all of the different religions that have been created, if we could just stick with the script from where we originally started, God is so faithful and so just that he will never leave us, nor would he forsake us. There is no way that I can make it without salvation on this day. Thank you so much for uh, being Yanni. Thank you for raising Michael. Thank you for, you know, allowing him, like you said, he was just a little boy. Madeline was just a little girl. And here we are going like, uh, we are the family. You know, it was like 12 of us. And we told our mother on the 12th child, don't have no more, please. <laughs> we were tired. <laughs> we was tired for our mother. I was like, mother, please, no more kids. Yeah. But I'm just saying to the body of believers on this morning, you have to have the assurance of salvation. Mm -hmm. Am I right, Dion? Absolutely. 
if if you Absolutely. don't have the assurance, there is no way that you can even make it on the road that is going towards the cross. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying though this morning, thank you, Yanni, for taking in. We we were orphans. That that's what the Bible says. It tells us we were orphans. Some of us. So yeah. it's okay for you to take in as much as you can get from here. As they say, you need to can all you can get and get all you can because this is where this is our learning script right here. And if we don't get it, some of us don't have to go to church. You've been out of church for a whole year, and what did you get? Many people are then had nervous breakdowns. I mean, everybody is smoking. I mean, it's like, what the devil happened? Mm-hmm. And don't even get on the freeway. This freeway <laughs> is a hot mess. So I'm just saying to the body of believers, woman of God, thank you, Yanni, for being our mom on this morning. I'm not saying that, you know, like you, I'm talking about spiritually, not, where you right. have really, even in your, even in all of your, you have children that will sick yourself, but you never, I mean, you took these young boys and you gave them an eye, a gauge of what heaven on earth can do. That's all I, I want to see. Can I just get a little bit of heaven right here on earth? And the father told me, yes, she can. But first, you must be born again. That's what Nicodemus said. You got to be born again. God bless you on this morning. I love you, woman of God. I love you too. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Good morning. Oh, go ahead. Good morning. I heard two of you. This is Sister Sylvia. Thank you so much for your declaration. Um, This uh, declare victory is always on time. For somebody that's been on here, just a little about maybe six months. I'm telling you, every single month, every single declaration just is it just brings it to light. I wanted to say this. I was just looking at something on my wall, but without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For yeah. he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Hebrews mm-hmm. eleven six. Now. I want to tell you as briefly as I can why this is so significant. I literally want to shout and run around my house from this particular declaration and your share today. Um, Because I am, you know, I've been talking about this chaplaincy internship program that, you know, uh, through your declarations and listening to all the declares on purpose and on direction and just every single thing has led me to where I am right now. So as a chaplain, in the Kaiser and any of these CPE programs, you have to accept people, whatever their belief is. We're not there to convert anyone. You know, if we have Christians that are patients and we have a list of what they are, then we, you know, you can flock to the Christians, but you may end up in a room with somebody that's not, um, because we're a spiritual program, they say, and that's fine. So we had a seminar this week and it was a rabbi and he talked about Judaism and something I knew nothing about. And so I listened and I, you know, watched and I heard him out and I was talking to my daughter. So what I heard today, again, is that there's a generation of young people. Now, you say they have to have that they have a foundation. Well, they can have a foundation born, you know, raised in the AME church, raised as Christians. But the world, 
we'll tell them about black Hebrews and, you know, um, that if you, you know, you don't have to be saved, you don't have to be this and that. And this is what I've been getting from my daughter. So of course I'm talking to them about this Judaism seminar and they're like, see, I told you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, so I let them say what they need to say. But this morning, again, listening, and not just this morning, I had already, I've been made up my mind. I don't care what nobody say or what nobody does or thinks or believes. I'm not trying to convert anyone, but I'm going to stand firm on what I believe. Okay. They say, well, that's what the slave master taught you. We weren't Christians before we came here. Regardless, as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. Yes. And that's what I know. And someone said it earlier, I, what I've seen, what I've, what he's brought me through to where I'm at today, there's no way anybody will ever be able to change my mind or my heart about not only who I am, but whose I am, and God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. There were times when I did doubt about it. I was like, well, wait a minute. How could he be this, that, and that? But the more I believe, the more I read, the more I study, the more I realize and accept it, the more God's begin to show me and have me where I am today. So I'm not wavering. I'm unmovable. Nobody can change my mind. I don't, even if it's my own child, they can believe whatever they want. I'm going to keep praying for them. But I'm going to stand firm on what I believe. I don't care where it came from, who decided, who told us. I'm knowing for myself, not for what no slave master or no white folks or nobody told me. I know for myself, for what I have seen, what he has done for me Hallelujah. and continues to do every single day. Mm-hmm. Every Amen. day. <laughs> and when he, can take you, when he can take you and, and, and one person, she's a singer, so she, my uh, supervisor, she sings to patients and uplifts them, right? So I'm able to adorn myself in a praise dance. I haven't been able to praise dance since the pandemic, but guess what? I did it last night in the room for the patients because that's what God told me to do. And it was a blessing. So I am, you can't change my mind. I don't, I don't care what nobody believes. I'm sorry. I'm going to pray for them. I think it's sad. I believe it is some type of cult. I don't know, but I know what I know what I know. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Good stuff. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, my prayer is that God would bother me so that I can have the confidence and the dots can connect because I'm reading, as I said before, my Bible, and it, it's something that, what you said, something is missing that is not connecting. But I have the courage of you speaking this morning that I keep reading and that he would bring it to my understanding. I just need him. I know he loves me, but I'm going to stay in his word until he brings it to my understanding, until the dots connect. Did that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense. Yeah, it makes He knows that I'm struggling in, his, in reading the word to bring it to my understanding. And so I have the, gave me the courage to keep going and keep reading. Even I have to read it over and over and over and over again. So I just need him to father me, so I can have the confidence in who 
he really is and completely trust him. I say I trust him and then I don't, you know, I back him. And I, I, I just have the courage that you have to trust that he loves you no matter where you are, no matter if you can't understand it right now, but not but, but Lord, just keep helping me, Lord. Just bring it to me so I can connect the dots. Thank you. And thank you for your declaration. What's your name? Lisa. Lisa or Lisha? Lisa. Okay, L-I-S-A. Okay. Um, so, so Lisa, two things. You you are you have the, the perfect posture um for the process. And you know, one of the things that I think, you know, especially mature believers, we forget is that, you know, when when you when you watch the, the demon of cancer get slayed, it changed your attitude. You pop your collar a little bit. I'm I'm not gonna tell a story. And even though we're dealing with what we're dealing with, um, I've seen so many miracles in my own house and in my own family and in my close circumference that for me at this point um, even though every day is not a, a picnic, <laughs> as they would say in the cartoons, like I'm, I, you can't tell me that he doesn't love me. Everybody has not had those experiences, right? And so, so my, I have the gift of faith, which is a little okay. bit different. The Bible says to every man is given the measure, right? But then there's the gift of faith. So I'm a little retarded, and I believe God for ridiculous things um, because it's how we put me together. Everybody does not have that. And so there, there are things that I had to learn, even about being a, a mature believer, is that everybody is not going to be where I'm at. And so, so people like you, Lisa, it is our responsibility as believers to embrace, to wrap our arms around her. There, there is, um, a young lady that I missed that used to be on the call and there was, there was a, a, a somebody in her life that would speak ill and tell her, well, you ain't going to never be that. You, and, and they were a believer. We have to be so careful with how we treat people and how we love them in their process and, and not get frustrated with it. And don't just let people just walk away. Um, I don't know if, if Pam is on the call anymore. Pam, are you still there? Prosperous? Prosperous? Yes, ma'am. I, I heard you praying this morning. I'm saying this for Lisa. I heard you praying this morning. Um, am I wrong? Was that not you? Were you on on the call during corporate prayer? Yes, I was. I could I could hear your voice this morning and um I, I started to mention it at the beginning of the call. Um and I'm I'm almost positive you've been here for about four years at least I know for sure three maybe maybe four under whatever circumstance um when Pam first started there there was a process of her learning to trust how we love her right um mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm saying this to you Lisa because um and and for who invited you uh Stephanie I don't know her last name. Stephanie invited me, uh, and I know Lucille Foster. Okay. 
I want you to stay close because one of the things that the enemy does, and and I know this to be true um, in in Pammy's case, is that um, the enemy will try to isolate you to trick you out of your promotion. Pam, I hear a, a deeper level of understanding is not only has come, but is coming. Um, I could hear it this morning while you were praying. A deeper, um, a deeper cementing, a deeper root system in your faith. And so, Lisa, I'm going to say it like this: Keep coming, right? Stay connected. And yes. and my prayer is there are things like the Archer Circle. Start to get involved in a small group. It makes a very big difference. I can look at like Gloria, um, who is not only blossoming but leading out of her mind, or Aditi, who's been leading a Friday Night Live for the last seven years, or a, 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 a Andrew, or I mean, there are so many um, mm-hmm. different testimonies, and I'm saying that because. In the beginning, and not saying that you're even new to the faith, you're new to this level. You're new to this need yeah. to understand the more, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a, there's a, my Quraman Shatai. Um, there is a, a deeper hunger that begins to happen um, when you get to a place where he's given you capacity. So I want to tell you that there's a fresh, fresh release of capacity this morning just for you. All you've got to do is receive it. That happens in relationship, which means that, you know, certainly we know it's not about church. Church is for the demonstration. It's that uh, Hebrews, the sixth chapter, where, where he begins to talk about um, how, how we don't have a lazy faith. Now, this, it's time to go hard, sis. That means when you wake up in the middle of the night, don't just roll over and go back to sleep. Get up and be like, Abba, do you have something to share with me? This morning, okay. you want to talk to me means learning how to sit in his presence without having to say a word. That's one of the things that we get confused. My children don't have to say a word to sit in my presence and know that I love them. I remember Josiah being in the hospital. Um, there was a different confidence that he had in me when he was a, a baby, a small baby. I mean, well, not a small baby. A, a, what was he, 13? And the the nurse or the doctor would come in the room and ask him a question. And the first thing he would do was look at me. And then after a while, he started to say, whatever she say. See, there's a different confidence that happens when you know that somebody has your best interest at heart. You can begin to say, Abba, whatever you say. I'm going to move around like that. Whatever you think, whatever you feel, I don't know, ask him. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> And so that part um, will start to pull you where you need to be, but you got to let it. Take your hands off the wheel. Just okay. know this. Nothing you do, good, bad, indifferent, will change how much he loves you. Nothing. Nothing will ever make him renege on his promise. Nothing. He can't lie. It's impossible. Yeah. Be encouraged. Keep going. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna tell you, sis. Keep going. I just, I just want to say that I'm thank God. Okay. That touched me because I had hung up the phone and I, I was afraid to speak it out. And then I'm, I was sitting on the phone after I hung up. Just now I was on the line. I hung up, 
And that's that call back. You need to say, you need to speak and have confidence. No matter, you know, all the ladies on the line, they, you know, sound, you know, you, you, you get it. But I don't get it that I'm not there. And I said, well, you still need to get up back on the line. And the other morning I hung up before you finished. And I said, Lord, help me. Help me just to, just to no matter how anybody thinks or I, I, I got to get closer to you. I want to be closer to a relationship with God completely. And I did not, like I said, just what you said is encouraging, but I'm glad I called back. Thank you so much. Well, I'm glad you called back too. And just know this, that was a whole trick. But that's exactly how, that's exactly how the enemy moves. Hang up. What you got to say is stupid. Ain't nobody listening to you. Don't nobody care. I'm telling you, I can hear. Somebody is getting some good sleep. I can hear um, the conversation in your head. And I, I'm so grateful that you have the courage to call back. That took a lot of my feelings. But more than that, it takes a whole bunch um, of courage to say, I don't get it. I don't get it. I've been afraid and I don't need to have that in my heart to be afraid to ask questions when you don't know and don't pretend that you do when you don't understand. Yep. Yeah. And this, this is that kind of space. We don't have nowhere to put you and everybody was there before. We've all had our moments. But I don't know. Even right now today, let me let me tell you a little secret. You <laughs> You want to be put up on game? Thank you. We'll work it out. No problem, babe. 
Anybody else? Yes, yeah, and this is Leomia. Um, I spit it out. I, I um, I hate to keep bringing the back. Back. I'm, I'm getting even told. Hate to keep bringing back when I've had the scrotes and I died to die that time. But when I came out of that thing, when God brought me out. And I know it was God because I heard the conversation between him and Satan. Oh. And um, I'm sitting here now listening. I was listening to you, and uh, I think the name was Lisa. Uh-huh. So, and it sounded like you were talking about me. It sounded like she was talking about me. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going through this thing. I'm almost, I'm not ashamed, I'm not frightened, but I'm ashamed to try to articulate, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, trying to talk. I have a problem. I can't bring the words out. And it has gotten to the place now that, uh, and I know it's Satan telling me, don't try, don't don't do it, because you're just gonna make a nut out of yourself and embarrass yourself. Don't 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 uh uh-uh, uh no you 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 don't know what you're gonna say and you don't know how to bring it out and nobody's gonna understand your raggedy voice. So just shut up and sit back and listen. And it's got it it has affected my prayer life. And it's definitely fake that my Bible study, and, and I know that it's my fault. I shouldn't let, I shouldn't have let it. I shouldn't have let it get that far. But when I'm on my knees, most of the time, a lot of times when I'm having my devotion, I just fall asleep. I go to sleep instead of praying. I pray for a little while, and the next thing I know, I'm waking up. There's a scripture that talks about that. Uh, if Lisa Porter is on the line, Lisa, I know you you don't know what I'm talking about. So um, th- this is this is what I hear in the spirit. Okay. Uh, so the the. Okay, now I don't I don't want nobody to freak out. If you get freaked out, just hang up. That's fine. Um, I hear uh, that there is a python spirit that has attached itself to you, <clears throat> one that would choke out your worship and your praise. There is a need for deliverance um, in that. And, and, and what I'm going to do, I'm going to set up a separate time so that I can work with you, and we'll, we may have to do it via Zoom. <laughs> but we probably need to have a deliverance session, um, and chances are I'm going to open that up to folks. If you feel like uh, the enemy tries to stagnate or steal your breath or your speech, your words, mm-hmm. chances are there's a need for deliverance. And one of the things that we don't experience all the time, especially in, in black church, some of the, in, denominationally, where people don't necessarily believe in deliverance. 
Well, the reality is as soon as, as soon as the very first uh, deliverance session happened after the announcement of Jesus, when he cast the demons out of the man in the graveyard, <laughs> and then they told him to beat it. it, scared him half to death. Freedom is just that, but you have to want it. In some so cases, you'll be fighting death and dumb spirits. Right? And it, it just, but that's what I hear. I hear a spirit of Python. So that's something we need to schedule some time to address. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Also, maybe the head of Python spirit as she was talking because you're afraid that you don't understand or you can't explain what you're trying to say. He's keeping you dumb. That's what my spirit is telling me this morning. He's keeping you dumb because you're afraid. This is Rita. Ready, Rita. This is what the spirit is to... Excuse me? Okay, I didn't hear your name, babe. I'm sorry. My name is Rita. Ready, Rita. Oh, hey, Rita. Hey, baby. But that's what the spirit came in with before I start talking. Because I know I have one uh, spirit sometimes, and I have to figure out why. But the Spirit told me, because you don't understand or can't explain what you're trying to say, he's got that dumb spirit on you. Because I get that time when I be trying to pray, and he put me to sleep. But you just keep fighting it. Dion, Act okay. 16 talks about the Python spirit. What is Act it? Six. Act 16. Okay. Act 16, okay. yes, yes, yes. All right. There was somebody else that was about to say something. Am I tripping? I wanted to talk. Who is that? Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Go ahead, babe. Um, I've been trying to figure out where to start, um, um, you're right on point about what God is, um, is really showing me some um, stuff as as you guys speak and everything. And um, you're right on point about when we go up and down, up and down, up and down. Um I've been trying to figure out how to um speak it because when you're when you're an adult people doesn't look at you the same way as a child or a a young person. Then the woman that spoke um a couple of days on the sixth, Hudson, I um, got on her page and I wrote her how I was feeling when she had got on the phone and was talking about um, God is um, with you, whoever this was, and how you was he was she was talking about how you were being lonely before I had got on the phone. I, I was just feeling. 
so lonely and it comes it comes frequently. I'm feeling lonely and stuff like that, but I know when I get in my word and pray and stuff like that, it's it's totally different. And um I, I and I know I have talked about my children and stuff like that and my daughter. And as I listen more and more to you guys, I was a good mother, but I didn't um and if, and even though people said um I did a great job I guess there was a part in me where I needed help raising my kids and 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 learning I'm how to get up from my job I'm not even done with this one <laughs> keep talking Cynthia somebody accidentally unmuted go ahead and, and learning how to love on them and that's what that's why right now this day that my daughter isn't around because I didn't know how to love her. My my thing was I I needed help, so I didn't know how to give them that love. And so I guess that was a way of me, I, I guess you could say, I kind of pushed her away. These are all the stuff that's coming to my head as as everybody um, on the line different days speaks to me. These are stuff that's coming up. Not saying that I'm not going to go see her anymore or she may not come around, but it's probably going to um, take a little bit of time. And also what I have experienced that I said I would never, never tell nobody because, like I said, and I'm a dope, and um, people may not understand, but I, what, what I'm getting, what the Holy Ghost is showing me is when I um I I I I I I tend to look for love and seek love because like you said when you are as, as you're growing up and as you get the love and the attention you need it helps you mature and so what's going on with me is because I didn't get the proper love and the attention that I need. I tend to seek for that, trying to be an adult. I'm not confused. I know exactly what I'm saying because this is what I'm feeling. This is what the Holy Ghost is giving me. And I'm glad that I'm able to speak it out because I've been keeping it in for so long, so long. And sometimes I I told, I wrote on there, I said, please don't tell nobody, but Apparently, he has me speaking it out this day forth. I just wrote her yesterday night and said this, and I'm speaking it out right now. And I was, it was like, because when you're young, you get disciplined. And when you get disciplined, that's because a parent is, is loving you and teaching you the wrong thing. And so, me, it's a back and forth thing. I'm, I'm an adult, but then... Um, I'm seeking, I'm trying to seek for love, and I'm trying to seek that, okay, if this person um, chastised me and if this person hit me, but I, I don't need to be chastised, you, you, you're you grown up and you're adult, but that's what's, what goes on in me sometimes. And I was always scared to say something because I didn't want people to judge me, talk about, <clears throat> oh, she's grown, why would she? think that way or why she, would she feel that way? But I, I, I have to bring it out. 
Well, and it's good that you are. Let me let me tell you a secret. In in real life, there is a a, a book. Uh, I got I'll I'll find it and I'll post it. It's called um, The Orphan Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of us, um, and and I, I only I can only relate because it, it is my story. <clears throat> there is a thing that happens when you are what's called grossly neglected, right? So so some of us weren't parented well. If we just keep it 100, don't change the fact that you may or may not love your parent or whatnot. But some of us were not loved well. You have to understand what that looks like, right? And know that the enemy from birth knows that you have a destined end, right? His ultimate goal is to keep you stuck in whatever place. For some of us, it's molestation. For some of us, it's abandonment, rejection, that attention-seeking or attention-whore spirit, as as I like to call it. Um, it comes from a place of neglect and not being connected to that, that nuclei, that nurtures, that love, right? And so it doesn't have an age range on it, just so you're clear. For anybody that's on the line, don't ever, ever, feel like you have to be quiet or feel stupid. Even with the conversation that goes on in your head, when you start to push past the conversation, the Bible says that we overcome by the words of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. That means you don't have to do all the work alone, right? That's why we have this Hebrews 12 impact or effect here on this call. This is your cloud of witnesses. We get to watch you grow. We get to love on you to grow up. That's the goal. So your silence is an indicator, um, and this is for anybody in the background, um, that you, you still are not sure. See, my assurance is based on my experience, my exposure, but more importantly, it's based on my seek. If you seek me, you will find me. And I'm not saying that you haven't done enough. Nothing ever happens until it's time. So this morning, I'm going to say it's time. It's time uh, that we do what it says in this particular chapter. The very first verse reads, and I'm going to read it out of this beautiful um, apologetics Bible that was gifted to me by Rochelle. It says, therefore, let us leave the elementary teaching about Christ and go on to maturity not laying again the foundation for repentance. So that means not, not doing things that, that, ha- that provoke me to have to apologize all the time. However, uh, from, from dead works, that means your efforts, don't, they don't have nothing to do with nothing. Don't matter how hard you work or how hard you uh, uh, try to please or approval seek, none of that is, is uh, something that is a, a gratuitable measure, right? But it says, that uh, teaching about rituals and laying on of hands, all of that stuff is good, but at the end of the day, all you got to do is decide, okay, I believe. Now, Lord, help my life to line up. And in some cases, it requires deliverance. There are some things that hold us stagnant in our worship. There are some things that the enemy has 
set up all kinds of boundaries and borders and things, uh, 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 disappointment, rejection, abandonment, all these different things, all those iniquitous things we deal with, the sins of our forefathers, the stuff our grandmother did, our great, 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 great grandparents did. We're still operating from that place. Right, And so what it requires is relationship with God so that Holy Spirit can do what he did with Cynthia and say, Cynthia, you're still looking for attention. I got all the attention you need right here in me. I want you to be free. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Okay. All right. That was good. That was really good. Dion, can I um, tell Cynthia, um, I have been, the Lord had placed her on my heart days ago. I don't know if she had hung up that day when I was saying, Cynthia, um, I'm praying for you. I'm thinking about you. The Lord put you on my heart. So just know that God always has someone um, that's undergirding you. No, I don't know your business. No, he didn't tell me anything. He He just placed you on my heart. And when that happens, that means that he's sending angels to, you know, call out and, and what we don't see, but he has us. He always has us. Thank you. I hear you. Anybody else? So just morning, FYI, yeah. I, I was going to say, I could feel that there's another. Go ahead. Good morning. I just chimed in, and as the as the psalmist says, I just called to say I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Lavina Edwards. That was all. <laughs> Anybody else? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. This is a persistent sister Priscilla. Okay. Um, Hey, I know I'm quiet, huh? <laughs> I I just I just want to say this. Um, declare victory means so much to me. I'm quiet because I'm learning, and I'm and and I hope it's not the work of the enemy, but I'm sure it sometimes maybe it is. But I do speak up every now and then. But it means so much because I'm been in faith and and um and it with the Lord for a while. But things just weren't gelling together. I wasn't knowing that there's something inside of you and you're trying to make it grow. You're watering it. And instead, you're doing church. And it ain't feeling right. It ain't fitting right. Something's wrong. And you're sensing it in your spirit. And then you go through what you go through in your life. And I'm just talking about me. Um, I was given the name persistent, and someone spelled out my name. And I had forgot that, that I have it up on my refrigerator on the side, but I didn't. I forgot. And they said persistent in her faith and pursuing her calling upon her life. That's how they described my first letter in my name. So when Tanya called me persistent, I had to put it to, I, I turned around and I looked on my refrigerator and there it was again, a confirmation. This all came from declare victory. Okay. So now I'm positioning myself. Now I'm lining myself up in the word and pursuing and going to the deeper things, trying to eat on steady meat as opposed to that milk and and just pursuing the things of the Lord. And I have to say it's because of declare victory. And then there's this this group of of, uh, mostly women believers, but nonetheless a group of believers 
who are strong in their faith and go deep on the things of the Lord and their understanding and getting that understanding for themselves. And they're not afraid to speak out, unapologetically speaking out on behalf of the Lord in their walk. So many things have cleared up in my life right now. As you guys very well know, I was tore up from the flow up when I started and got on the phone. Um, couldn't talk without crying. Um, because after all, you go through a marriage and you, and you lose it. God, you know, you're with God. You're thinking in godly ways. This is till death do you part. You took the vow. You understand. So you're dealing with all that. That's me. But nonetheless, I'm just saying this about Declare Victory. Um, it is a place where I want to stay. It takes a while for you to get there if you've been through church and all that stuff and you got people and you feel loyalty there too as well. And you know God brought you there. There's no doubt in your mind about that. This is me. But you got to grow. You got to get where God wants to get you to. You got to get your ministry out of you. You got to start walking in it. You can't You can't waffle anymore. You got to know what you got to know. This is declare victory. And, I, and I'm declaring my victory as I quietly sit on the phone and listen and listen and listen. Um, I want to get into that. I wrote it down again because I've heard you say this. Um, the room. You, I wrote it down. The archer circle. There we go. I'm like, oh. you know, I've heard her say that um, uh, so many times. And I, I tried to get in once or twice. It didn't work out because I didn't hear it correctly. But nonetheless, I know it's going to happen. Um, I'm just saying that to you, Dion. You know, um, the gifting in you and everyone else on this phone that talk, Dee, Tanya, and all the others that I hear consistently. It's just a, a, a wonderful, beautiful thing. I know you guys hear it a lot, but, you know, you probably hear the change in my voice this morning a little bit. I hear it, so I know y'all yep. hear it. Yep. <laughs> and and praise, praise be to God. Praise be to God. Yep. But thank you guys so much. I want my life to line up. I believe, God, to help me line up with the word of God. I want my life to reflect that. And that's where I live right now. And you guys are bringing that forth in me. So I just appreciate it so much. And thank you guys. Amen. Hey. Hey. Hey, this is glorious. This glorious Gloria. And I just, I just want to just, just say thank you, God, for being my Abba Father. Uh, Archer Circle is on Wednesday nights. And if you um, uh, if you look on the Archer Circle page, the lessons that we've been going through are attached to there, so you can get them from there. And the book, I will not leave you as orphans, overcoming the orphan spirit, and it's by Pat Holleran. And I just appreciate God for Him being Abba Father and for Him blessing me to have a big sister and many other big sisters and brothers, but a big sister like Dion who um, has really blessed me and encouraged my faith and just all of you on the line and for allowing, allowing Abba in me to show up and to affirm who he's called me to be. And I just appreciate you guys so much. I love you. I'm going back on mute. I, I just got in just for a minute because I'm switching between work and stuff. But I thank God for being able to come in and hear what I, I was able to hear. I love you all. Amen. We love you more. Yes, we do. Hey, um, 
just want to um, piggyback on Gloria um, about Archer Circle, you guys. Um, please, when I tell you that it has been such a blessing, Gloria teaches to me is, um, you know, beyond you, how you brought it with this is totally different. You know, you have your way, but Gloria is bringing it away where it's really taking you deeper and she's um, bringing uh, such an understanding. The Holy Spirit is really using her real, real, she's real, real big in the Archer Circle. So you guys are telling you. Just last night, <laughs> let me tell you, it had me rolling because, yeah, you know how you always say it, it already was. Remember how you didn't say that all the time? Okay, yeah. I'm going to tell you, I never got it. I didn't get it, okay? <laughs> I got it last night, though. I got it last night. Oh, Gloria broke, broke it down, you know, from the scripture and how she brought it. It just, you know, just my whole spirit just went, like, just went, like, the light just came on. So, just want to encourage you, um, whoever's on the line, come on to the Archer Circle. You are going to be so blessed. Going to be so blessed. That's what's up. Because that, that already was. When you get that revelation, and whatever you're dealing with, whatever it is, it already was. You just catching up to it. <laughs> you just walking into it. And, and I promise, for even for those of you that are on the call that you feel like you don't get it, let me tell you another secret. One day, it's, it's almost like God be like, let me see, let me see if you really, really want this. I'm going to be quiet for a minute. I'm going to just sit back here. and I'm going to just wait and see if you get it. Literally. Right? you you got to give yourself um, permission. Give yourself permission to win. That's where we at. Give yourself permission. It's good. Just trust the process. Don't be afraid. And don't let nobody trick you out of what you say you believe. Just keep going. Keep showing up. God, teach me. Sit in his presence. Worship. Read your words. Spend time with people that will encourage your faith and, and love on you and help build you up and be okay with being broken, being broken before the Lord. Listen, I don't get none of this. This all sound like Chinese, what I'm supposed to do. I promise he's faithful to answer. That's, that's all, guys. It's a million o'clock. I must. Hey, Dion. Uh-huh, go ahead. I'm at the school, y'all, but I'm going to say, what you said about that study, the Second Timothy 2, that is nothing. He'll do nothing else. I don't care how many calls you get on, how many classes you take, but it's a personal thing because you really got to get it for yourself. Like my pastor said all the time, even though you hear a phenomenal word, after you hear it, you go back and you see that what you heard is real. And that's how you get stronger because you can listen to 50 million people, but that's not enough. you got to study to show for yourself so that this war that we're in, a spiritual warfare is real. And you won't get uh, uh, sidetracked and pulled into these other religions that aren't, that are, like I said, them, them Shebrew chicks or whatever. All that stuff is real, but you got to study for yourself. You can listen, you can get on every call, every class, but if you're not studying for yourself, you're still going to be lost. I'm telling you, activate your faith so that you can believe what you say you believe and that your prayer life will change and you'll believe what you're praying. So no matter how many times you speak, you can fall out, but if you're not believing and studying for thy own self, trust me, get in the word, get in the word, get in the word. That's all. I heard somebody else, too. Thank you, Dee, for that. If somebody else was saying something? I just, I just wanted to say, is that how um, 
by staying in your word, by reading and praying, is that how he's showing his love to oh, you? Absolutely. And absolutely. What What do people mean when they say, um, I don't know, I guess is it, is it another level you got to get to when you, like, really, really fall in love with God? Because... I'm not turning back or anything like that. I'm just tired crying. I'm just, I am, you know, I I love him and I want him more and more. I want to love him like when I go to work and I enjoy making my money. I want to love him and I I, I don't want to, I, I want the past to be the past and I want to go forth. So, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say it like this, Cynthia, and I need you to hear me differently. Decide. It's a decision. Did you not? And I know that sounds too easy. <laughs> I know that sounds far too easy, but I promise you this. It's a decision. It's, it's a decision. And once you get to that decision, for real, all kidding to the left, all you got to do is stop changing your mind. It doesn't mean don't ask questions. It doesn't mean um, that, that it'll be super-duper easy, but the reality is there is therefore now no condemnation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. Again, I know that sounds too easy and too good to be true, but it's the truth. The problem is having the capacity to believe what's true and not to believe What's reality? They're two different things. My reality is not always the truth of what God says about me. Chances are, when I'm not experiencing his truth, it's because I'm living in my reality. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. They parallel. They go together. Okay. Right. And, and again, I know that sounds too easy, um, but but it's, it's a posture. It's a location. It's a place that we live in. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. Abide in me. Right. That means to live there. You got to you got to live there. You got to you got to live in constant expectation of a visitation. When when you mess around and the Holy Spirit starts showing up um, because you're aware. See, a lot of times we're not aware. A lot of times we ain't paying no attention, period. We're so busy worrying about what we're looking at that we can't hear what he said. Sometimes you got to redistribute your focus. That's it. Dion, that's John 15 and 4. I was just going to say it, but you yes. said abide. That's it. John 15 and 4, Cynthia. Focus on abiding in him okay. and he in you. All right. Yeah. John 15 and 4. I like that war. Well, this good. Girl, it. <laughs> it Girlfriend, it made you feel good. I love it. I love word this morning. It made me feel good inside. Did y'all hear how clear that was? I'm not being funny. For real. Did y'all hear that? 
Yes, yes, yes. Am I tripping? Yes. My girlfriend is on. Girlfriend is on and popping this morning. Come on, popping. Pop your collar, Yvonne. Pop your collar. Right? Oh my God, that was so perfect. Yes, everybody watching. Yvonne got juice right there. Did y'all hear? She got juice, y'all. Yeah. 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 Get ready for school. Okay. Wait, Have a wonderful day. Amen. All right, y'all. I'm I'm late for my walk. Love y'all, Beyonce. Happy birthday to you. Okay, I'll tell him you said it. I'm gonna text you his number. You tell him. Do that. Amen. Y'all, listen, I hope you go and you grow in love. But more importantly, I hope that you commit to being the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Somebody, whole entire life to change because you are sure, because you are certain. Their whole life to change because you kind of believe it, honestly, if you really want to know. But, baby, my prayer for every single person on the line this morning is that your request of the Father today be give me the capacity to receive your love. Guarantee it'll change some things. Y'all, that being said, I'm out. I pray you have an amazing, amazing day. I'll hear you in the morning. Have a great day, guys. Yeah, love you. Bye-bye. Love you guys. Have a good day. Love you, Didi. Love you guys. Have a good day. Love you too. Dion, walk on, sis. Be my encourager. Listen, I got I got to go my location. Yeah, get on, girl. Get your walk. Let me see your walk. 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 Oh, sorry. Walk. Walk. Bye, guys. You ain't saved. I knew it. Bye. Oh, we. Dion. Hey, yo, what's up, Hello? Hello? Yeah, 